Welcome back to One Man's Trash, where each week I share my journey in resale and whatever wisdom I do have um, along the way of buying abandoned storage lockers. So last week I left off uh, promising a part two uh, from my flat tire in the U-Haul. Um, I did not expect this to be such a sunshine and rainbows uh, end result, but um, I'm going to go over that and then also I want to hit on a topic this week. Um, that is very relevant and I think is, is very uh, important for anyone who sells on eBay. So I'm going to talk about uh, the decision to either sell as a buy it now or sell as an auction and kind of how I choose to go about that and how you might want to factor in some, some ideas of how you decide between the two. So uh, where I left off was uh, last week I bought three lockers all in the same facility. Um, turned out that they were same facility but an annex building. Um, so they're uh, several buildings apart, um, not very not very walkable, but um, manageable. But along the way, right down the road from it, I got a flat tire. Um, so U-Haul called the U-Haul um, one eight hundred number. They sent a tow not a tow truck, but they sent a repair truck out, uh, fix the flat, and then my big question was, all right, how much is this going to cost me? Um, because I'm the one who rejects the insurance every single time because uh, my my car insurance covers the rental so I always figure for collision and whatnot so it turns out so I go to return the truck and uh, double check with them and uh, I hope knock on wood hope this stays the same and I hope obviously I don't get it again but uh, a tire flat tire was not considered uh, part of damage where collision and stuff like that is so it was not part of the insurance, nor was it part of um, fault of mine. So they, they take the hit for that um, by some miracle. I figured as soon as I drive it off the lot, anything and everything that happens to it is my fault. So uh, I will sing U-Haul's praises even further and continue to rent from them because it's such a, a manageable and um, affordable means of picking up a truck because I drive a, a compact. So sometimes you need that, that larger vehicle to move some stuff. Um, so at the time I had cleared out two lockers um, while I was waiting for the, the truck to get fixed and then went back the next morning. Um, the only problem there, you pay by the mile with U-Haul, so I pay a dollar a mile. I was 20 miles away, so it cost me an extra 40 bucks to do one more back and forth. Um, but again, that's not going to be a make or break on a locker. Um, I was already in for give or take 500 before the truck. so. Uh, between three lockers, 40 bucks is not going to be an all or, all or nothing whatsoever. So uh, the last one I left for the next morning, I expected to be able to clear pretty quick. It was all black trash bags, like I mentioned. Nice uh, thin layer of dust on them, it seemed, um, which appealed to me very much. I was very excited. It was my favorite one. The other two I kind of picked up just to fill the truck. So got there, loaded up real quick. Took me maybe 45 minutes. Got back to the house, unloaded all the stuff. Um, and my goal was to unload it, sort it, take all of the trash to the dump before returning the truck. So I had about an hour and a half um, to sort and get to the dump before um, I figured I'd have time to, to drive to return the truck. Got done pretty quick. What I found um, leads me into the auction. So found a lot of VHS tapes, found a lot of DVDs, found a fair amount of clothes as always um but was pleasantly surprised found quite a bit of like sports memorabilia like action figures and stuff like that um these things here so you got the 
um, Star Wars characters, just a lot of like little collectible figurines and dolls, a lot of stuff still in package. Uh, I don't have too much to highlight in my little display today because uh, half the stuff I've already sold. Um, it was that good of a locker. So um, by this weekend, uh, which will be right around 10 or 11 days from purchasing, I should have made my money back from all three lockers and then some. Uh, and that's courtesy of the auctions that I'm going to talk about here. So a um, couple other items. So I've got the um, Nike shoes, got a ton if anyone's a size 15. Uh, and shoes, men's shoes, let me know. I have plenty of throwback uh, Nikes. Those are going up on eBay. Um, some Star Wars memorabilia. Got like a Yoda backpack. These are just talking figures um, that actually don't hold much value, these ones. And then I also put up here, um, so all the DVDs are packed up and all of the um, VHS are donated already. But a lot of music CDs. So to me, um, I was inclined to go donate those because... I figure everything's streaming, same with DVDs, um, but I had, had checked before, DVDs will sell in bulk in, a, in eBay um, for resellers or flea market sellers, I don't know who the buyers are, but I was iffy on CDs, so I decided to take, a, take an experiment with it, it doesn't cost me anything really, so um, put a bunch up. So um, this leads me into the decision of choosing auctions versus buy it now. Um, for years, I have made handmade things and sold them online, Etsy, eBay, stuff like that. So it was always a buy it now thing for me because I have multiple quantity of something. Um, so if you have multiple quantity, you never really want to put it in an auction. That's a pretty straightforward thing. Um, that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. Um, 10 plus years ago when I first got on eBay, my dad and I were selling things we had multiple quantities of and eBay, the mindset was it was an auction house. So we'd put one up each week when there was a hundred in stock. Um, Maybe that drove the value up, I don't know, but um, I recommend don't do that. <laughs> so um, first and foremost, if you have multiple quantity, as in the same product that you're reselling to multiple people, um, I highly recommend put it as a buy it now, then your only debate becomes, do you wanna accept offers, give discounts, whatever. Um, the next kind of thing as you determine between auction or buy it now, um, obviously becomes your patience, your time, all of that. So, if it's maybe a higher dollar item, and I try not to put the decision between auction and uh, buy it now on the value because I'll talk on that, but if it is a higher dollar item that you're pretty certain of that value being a fixed thing, maybe there's a lot of comparable sales for it, um, especially, and they're all right around that same price, um, it's gonna be a lot more advantageous to put it as a buy it now. Um, that's where the buy it now with the offer option for somebody to send you an offer gives you the flexibility to put it up at that hard line price and then make the decision as the seller if you're willing to take uh, this kind of price when somebody offers. Um, with an auction, if you did that, it's going to be at the discretion and odds are it'll probably sell again five, seven day, ten day, whatever the length of the auction and it'll probably close very similar but almost always slightly less than what that um, continuous um, sale price that you can see referenced. Now, the difficulty becomes when you have an item that doesn't have a lot of comparable sales. So if you go do a search on eBay, maybe only one has sold in the last couple of months, maybe you can't find the exact match of it. Um, and then that leads you into the research portion. So if you can't find it on eBay, do some other Google searches and find out a little bit more about the item if it's not something that's in your expertise. 
maybe you even do know about it, you just don't know about valuing it. Um, you're going to need to find, all right, what the heck is it? What's it about? Is, is there a comparable one, used, new, whatever, for sale? So obviously if you have a used item, find what it is new. Now you have your upper limit if it was this much new. Again, put an asterisk there. Collectible items used may end up being more expensive than it was when it was new, but talking about something that's still for sale, um, then you know at least it's gonna be below that. Um, this then leads into the auction, buy it now. I don't have a perfect science to it. Um, for me, the timeline really becomes a thing. Um, timeline and interest are the two main things. So if I go and do a search for the item, so I'm gonna take the this DVDs for an example, and look at a bulk lot of DVDs, I'm gonna see a lot of them sold as auctions, um, just because there's so many variables. If you put 100 DVDs in their case up every time, is it gonna be a different mix of 100? So um, some people do sell them as buy it nows, and that gives you a, a framework of, okay, so 100 DVDs in a bulk lot sells for 25 or $50, whatever, don't quote me on those numbers with shipping. Um, but you're gonna see a lot that close as an auction. And for me, knowing that there's variables within that mix of 100 DVDs, maybe there's a collectible one in there, I've chosen to not dig through each one, look up each one individually. I did pull three or four out that I wanted to sell individually, but that was not from researching each one. That was from me saying, hey, there's a box set of Super Bowl um, DVDs still sealed. I'm going to set that aside and look it up before including it because I'm pretty sure that's going to sell, especially because the Super Bowl is about to come up. So I was right about that one. That was a quick 50 bucks. Um, so obviously you're applying some logic, but in this case, we're talking about a bulk lot of items that I have no interest in piecing out. Um, and I just want to let the market decide. I want to clear a large volume of items in a relatively quick time. I've done the research and the research shows that those items are very likely to sell through an auction. And I don't have a whole lot of sentimental value or a very hard line um, emotion to a price. So I'm in this case, and not everyone does this, in this case, I'm gonna start it at 99 cents and then let the market play out. Um, because I know there are buyers for it, I'm pretty confident I'm not gonna sell, in this case, uh, I think 350 DVDs in this lot. It's a lot <laughs> of DVDs. I'm fairly confident that it's not gonna sell for 99 cents. I'm fairly confident there's gonna be enough competition, enough interested people that'll bid each other up. Um, and that has already proven itself um, thoroughly. It's already up to 150 for those 350 DVDs, which is more than I expected. I was expecting about 100 bucks. So already ecstatic, stoked for um, everything closes on Saturday. I've got seven auctions closing on Saturday. Six of them will sell. Uh, one of them I don't think will, and I'll tell you why in a bit. So um, that's the, the logic with that. Um, another one was the CDs. So in this case, I don't have any experience selling CDs. Um, I knew nothing about the market, so I did some search. It looked like there was a handful that had sold as bulk lots, but again, genre becomes important, artist becomes important, year becomes important, condition, all of those factors. Um, so in this case, I decided let me just try it out. I'd rather I'd rather just get rid of them as bulk. And again, maybe somebody who's buying it is a reseller. And I think it's the most beautiful thing if it's something that I, I'm trying to get rid of and don't don't value 
to dig through one by one, but somebody else does, and then they can turn a profit on that. That's that's just such a beautiful thing, in my opinion. Um, whether it's collector or reseller, um, that's fantastic. So uh, I decided to break those into three categories. So I had a bunch of funk CDs, so about 30 or 40 funk CDs, put those in one lot, and then I had about 50 of almost all genres, but more famous bands from rock to jazz to um, blues, etc. I put those in another group and then just put the other remaining 150 in a third group. So each of those has bids on it. We'll see what those go up to. Um, one thing I didn't mention on auctions, um, across the board, I highly recommend make sure you put your shipping information in correctly and have the buyer pay for shipping. If your variable is the sale price, you better make sure your fixed is the is the shipping cost. That way, on that rare occasion that somebody does get that for $0.99 cents or $10 or whatever, um, but you're committed $20, $30 to shipping this item, make sure you're not now paying free, giving them free shipping for $0.99 cent auction and now you're paying somebody to take your stuff. Um, there's rare exceptions where I would say go ahead and put that free shipping, but uh, I think that's more of a gamble. I like the transparency as a buyer. Um, if you want it, the shipping isn't really going to affect it. It's just going to be factored into your highest bid that you're willing to go up to. Um, the last category of items were Hot Wheels. So I know, I mean, I had Hot Wheels as a kid. I thought Hot Wheels were collectible. You do a search for them. There are certain ones that are very valuable. Um, and I decided I did do my homework and I looked one by one and none of the ones I had, I had about 70 in package, but they were all pretty modern. So none of them showed up on eBay as recent sales over $10 or so. Um, so I decided, okay, rather than try and sell each of these for five to $10 a piece, um, which I could, I chose not to, I would rather maybe I take a discount of how much I would have gotten, but I decided the time is worth it for me to move the inventory. So I put them all in a lot, provide as many pictures, try to show all the information. And in those, my biggest thing, especially when it's a lot, make sure you go overkill on the photos on the description um, because if there is that collectible item or that item that somebody's really looking for you want to make sure it's visible you want to make sure it's not hidden and now you just gave someone a hidden gem that they got for way cheaper than they potentially could have paid so that's one of my other options um, and then most of those are closing all six of the seven already have bids um, all in i think i'm already close to like 250 dollars for all of them my goal is all, all seven auctions closing for about 150 to 200. Um, so for that to be already past my goal before, um, even a couple of days before the auction, we, I'm used to most of the bids being the last minute. So very excited. It's the first time I've done a Saturday night auction. I usually shoot for a Sunday night, seven days, so that um, you kind of bridge it for East and West Coast evening time as people are kind of just relaxed, more likely to be on their phones or their computer. Um, but I figured, hey, let's try a Saturday. And I'm really glad I did because I did not factor in the Super Bowl is on Sunday. So the odds of somebody being motivated to buy stuff on eBay during the Super Bowl is probably very slim or even after the Super Bowl. So got that on the front side, got really lucky on that. Um, but pay attention to that. Pay attention to holidays, what's going on culturally. Maybe there is a factor of why you should choose a cer certain day. Um, the seventh auction that I don't think will sell but again, this, was a, this is an example of how I kind of 
don't know anything about the particular uh, market for a kind of item, but I let eBay tell me. So these were um, a dozen or so um, McDonald's Happy Meals toys and then some other miscellaneous plastic toys. So yes, some could be collectible, um, some are as good as trash. Um, the ability to research them, I can do a little bit, nothing jumps out, but I decide, hey, maybe there is something here. What I do is I throw it in an auction, I put seven days on it, I start it at 99 cents, and then basically that's me testing the market. I've got almost no sentimental value, emotional value, monetary value invested in these. The locker is going to be a, a buster success with or without these particular items. So I put it up and then either it's going to sell at 99 cents and then I'm rid of it. And then I learned, okay, probably not a lot of interest and somebody got it. It's going to sell for a bunch of money. I learned that there was probably something valuable in there. Great. Somebody got something they wanted and I got surprised and that's even better. Or what's going to happen in this case, it doesn't sell. And then you can either, if you're patient, you can keep relisting it, hoping you get that dollar, whatever, or you take that, it didn't sell in seven days as notice of, okay, let me just go donate this. Um, probably isn't a whole lot of resellable value there. Um, so again, there isn't a perfect science to auction, not auction. Patience is one of the biggest things for me, the invested value, emotional value, whatever, the gambling aspect of it. Um, and then the, the volume, I think is a big one for me as well. So if it's bulk items that I don't want to piece out, I'm going to throw them all together, throw it up, and it's a great way to move quick volume um, with respect to shipping, of course. So if you notice, there's a trend between the bulk items I'm selling. All of them are qualified for medium mail. Medium mail is the cheapest way that you can ship things. So I can ship 350 DVDs for a lot cheaper than I can ship the same weight or volume of clothes or something like that. Um, so there is a huge piece to that as well. And that of course makes it easier for the buyer. If they're paying less to ship the items, um, they're gonna be more likely to pay for them. So think about all those. There is no end to the amount of nuance and the amount of considerations that factor into it. So figure out which, which of those matter to you, um, which ones are relevant. And then um, you, you'll be surprised. For me, it's a fun thing once in a while. I love listing things as buy it now. It's a lot more predictable, it's a lot more control, but once in a while, it's just really fun to have what's gonna happen this weekend. You got five, six, seven, even one or two auctions all closing around the same time on a weekend, watching your phone for those last five minutes, those last 15 minutes before you get the, the endorphins going from the couple cha-chings going, and then you never know, you can be surprised with what the final price is. So it's that mystery, um, it's no different than why I do the storage stuff. It's controlled gambling in a sense. I'm not gonna say it's full of gambling. You have full control over the stuff, but when it's an auction, um, you're kind of letting the market decide, which um, can be a beautifully fun thing, or once a blue moon can be, can be wildly disappointing. So um, make sure you put your details in there, make sure you're listing it correctly. The last thing you wanna do is misspell the key, key word, and now you just put an option out there. Um, that can't even be found in searches and is ripe for somebody snatching up for cheap. So uh, if anyone's got any success stories of auctions, let me know. I always love hearing those. Uh, hopefully next week I'll share with you those. And then I'll also share with you um, this next week's um, purchase. Picked up just one 
one small locker to keep the momentum going and there's a, a utility item in there that I wanted for um, for the work I'm doing over the next week or so. So um, thanks again as always for watching. This is really just me documenting my journey so I can reflect back, learn, be accountable, um, but any amount of value I can provide to others or, or share with anybody else is just icing on the cake. So um, stick around if you care to for more fun stuff every week. I'm not buying a locker every week yet. Hopefully not. Um, <laughs> hopefully not getting to that point, but um, lots of fun stuff. I'll keep sharing the fun items. Um, the Instagram, I'm going to start getting better at posting the, the items as, as I go, finding the, the fun stuff on there. And then as always, um, hit me up with the comments on, on YouTube, or if you're on the audio podcast, jump on over to the YouTube and, and hit me up. Uh, have a great night. Thanks. Take it easy.